Hey guys, it's Tim and this is Wrestling Unlimited as it's Monday and this is the Wrestling Wrap-Up. A handful of news brought to you in one easy-to-watch video. And this one, we got a bunch to talk about as far as the WWE sale does go. WrestleMania. It's not wrestling related, but The Rock announced a new movie that I'm super pumped for. And we got more as well. Again, we're going to talk about the WWE sale. We're going to talk about... The release that happened this morning from WWE that is being reported and a lot more because this, again, is the wrestling wrap up every Monday and Friday morning, roughly, usually most of the time between 11 and 1130 a.m. Pacific. But so much news was coming in this morning. I pushed the start back a little bit just so I can see. I didn't want to push the start back too far, but I wanted to wait for more and more news on this WWE sale to come out. So that's why I pushed it back about an hour just so I can get as much information for you guys on that but with that again we're usually live mondays and fridays right here at twitch.tv forward slash pw unlimited or youtube.com forward slash pro wrestling unlimited and uh if my voice sounds a little off it's because i kind of woke up this morning with half a voice i guess i screamed too much watching WrestleMania this weekend. I don't know, but I do apologize if it doesn't sound, if the audio quality is not all that great because my voice ain't all that great right now. But if you're watching live, you can help us out a couple of different ways. If you're watching live on Twitch, you can help us out by hitting that donate button down below or by donating Twitch bits in the live chat. Also remember, you can help us out by subscribing to the channel one of two different ways. You can either subscribe with a tiered subscription or you can subscribe with Amazon Prime. Because remember, if you have Amazon Prime, then you have Prime Gaming. Prime Gaming gives you a lot of cool things like free games, free stuff for games. And it always gives you one free subscription to any Twitch channel you want to subscribe to throughout the month. And I greatly appreciate it if you did right here. Pro Wrestling Unlimited. But also remember, it doesn't just have to be your Amazon Prime account. It could be anybody's Amazon Prime account, like your mother, your father, your brother, your sister, your grandma, your grandpa, your auntie, your uncle, anybody. Also, remember, if you're watching on YouTube, you can help us out over there by becoming a channel member. Hit that join button, and you will do so. Also, remember to head over to the Epic Game Store and support us over there by using the code right here, PWUnlimited, at checkout. Whether you're buying a new game, like Crime... Uh, like Crime Boss, Rock A City, The Last of Us Part 1, Dead Island 2, or so forth, put in this code. Whether you're claiming the free games or whether you're getting bucks for Rocket League, Fortnite, or Fall Guys, again, put in code P-W-U-N-L-I-M-I-T-E at checkout. It only takes you a couple of seconds to type it in. It's going to say, hey, do you want to confirm your purchase? But before you do, right above that, do you have a creator code? You do. It's right here. Put it in, and it does support us. But with that... We got a bunch to talk about. We got to talk about, well, the big story of the day, maybe even bigger than Wrestle, probably bigger than WrestleMania 39. That is that the WWE has been sold, merged with UFC. I'm kind of, I'm not sure. Because in all of the press releases and stuff that have gone out today, nothing from Endeavor has said buy, bought, purchased. Everything is merger. And maybe I just don't know enough about business, but I was under the assumption a merger and a sale were something, two separate things. And that when, how do I explain this? So I guess it's, because I have, the whole thing is that WWE was evaluated and trying to be sold for $9 billion. 
But if the two companies are just merging, the WWE and the UFC, and then they will fall under Endeavor to make a new company, does that mean that Vince and the WWE were paid the $9 billion? Or are they just evaluated now at $9 billion under this new company? That's where I'm a little confused. Because again, everything I'm reading is an agreement to a merger. But I haven't seen anything that said WWE was sold for X amount of money. Because also, it says that this new company, the WWE and UFC company, will be... 51% ran or owned, I guess you could say, by Endeavor. They'll have the controlling stake. And the other 49% will be owned by WWE stockholders. So, again, I'm a little confused, but let's get into it and read everything that did come out this morning. And there's so much to um, break down that I do want to shout out Josh Nason of F4W Online. I'm going to read his write-up. Because he's just a pro when it comes to so much news like this and keeping it all concise in one area. So I do want to give him credit that I'm reading his write-up from F4W.com. Again, that is Josh Nason as he writes the following. Three months after Vince McMahon found his way back to the company in an effort to spearhead a sale, WWE announced a transaction agreement on Monday with Endeavor, owners of the USC, to buy the iconic wrestling brand. The news was first broken hours before night two of Sunday's WrestleMania 39 in Los Angeles by CNBC's Alex Sherman and made official Monday morning with the SEC as it was finalized Sunday. There are several regulatory hurdles that have to be cleared before the deal can be done, but the plan, as first reported, in, as first reported is to combine WWE and UFC into a publicly traded spinoff company. Endeavor will remain in place owning 51%, while the other 49% will be owned by WWE shareholders. The name of the new company is unknown, but will be traded under the ticker symbol TKO. If the aforementioned regulatory hurdles are cleared, the all-stock all deal will be done in the second half of, the, of this year. The Hollywood Reporter did right. There is a rare opportunity to create a global live sports and entertainment uh, entertainment per play built for where the industry is headed, said Ariel, Ariel, Ariel Emanuel, CEO of Endeavor. For decades, Vince and his team have demanded an incredible track record in, of innovation and shareholder value creation, and we are confident that Endeavor can deliver significant additional value for shareholders by bringing UFC and WWE together. WWE's enterprise value is reported at $9.3 billion, with UFC carrying an enterprise value of $12.1 billion, putting the new company at just north of $21 billion of their valuation. Hollywood Reporter also goes on to state, We see significant operating synergies through the ecosystem. Endeavor CFO Jason Lubel told an investor's presentation uh, told an investor's presentation that a webcast on Monday morning, he pointed to the com combined $1 billion cost base, excluding direct operating, excluding direct operating expeditionaries, half of which we believe are addressable. According to reports, the deal came together quickly and the details were finalized over this past few weeks with everything being put to bed on Sunday. 
The corporate structure will be Ariel Emanuel, who was in attendance at WrestleMania Sunday as chief executive of both Endeavor and this new venture. Patrick Whitesell remains as Endeavor executive chairman, while Mark Shapiro remains as president of Endeavor and this new company. McMahon will be executive chairman of the new company, while Nick Khan will serve as president of the WWE and Dana White will remain as president of the UFC. So that right there, Vince will be executive chairman of the new company means that Vince will actually have power over the UFC. A new 11-person board to be established this year will include six members from Endeavor and five members from WWE. From the New York Times, they write the following. Must-watch TV is a rarity these days, said Mark Shapiro, Endeavor's president and chief operating officer, who will also have the, those roles at the new company. And, and unicorns like the UFC and the WWE will be heavily in, heavily in demand. Now, the impending sale ends an intriguing first quarter of the calendar year that saw McMahon return to the board with two of his former executives in tow that resulted in several board members resigning, his daughter Stephanie McMahon departing as co-CEO, and plenty of, quote, place, uh, palace intrigue speculation with head of creative and Stephanie's husband, Paul Triple H Levesque, remaining at WWE. Throughout the sale process, several companies were linked to buying WWE, which included NBC Universal, Comcast, which owns USA Network and Peacock, uh, Saudi Arabia Public Investment Fund, and even Liberty. A rumor shortly after Vincent McMahon's return that he had the PFI buying WWE as a done deal caught fire for a night on social media, but was shortly bunked af debunked after. WrestleNomics' Brandon Thurston reported that WWE employees were sent an email announcing the transaction Monday morning and that there will be an all-hands meeting at 4 p.m. Eastern, which will be in roughly 30, 35 minutes. No. Yes, in about 30, 35 minutes. Um, give me one second. I got a message that might have some more news on this. It's not out yet. Or that just got put out. Give me one second to, to respond. Um, oh, this is the same person sent telling. Okay, so what I just literally read here from Josh Nason's write-up about the meeting at one, someone literally messaged me and goes, hey, is that meeting still at one? I guess maybe they're watching the podcast. Uh, WWE became a publicly traded company on October 19, 1999, selling 11.5 million shares at $17 a share. A major part of the WWE financial puzzle are the company's impending media rights with both NBC Universal for Raw and uh, Fox for SmackDown, which, well, actually, it's NBC Universal for Raw and NXT, regardless, which are both up in October of 2024 with negotiations starting here soon. The exclusive negotiation window with both entities opened up this weekend with the rights expected to increase substantially, a massive financial benefit for Endeavor. The UFC's media deal with ESPN is also up in just a few years. In past earning calls, Khan has been bullish on WWE's prospects of a massive increase in re revenue due to the, pre the presence of streaming providers. As far as McMahon remaining in power, there are some questions over the past few months that 
Prospective buyers wouldn't want McMahon to stay around due to the cloud of controversy surrounding his various, quote, hush money payments that were uncovered by the Wall Street Journal last summer. McMahon has repaid the company $17.4 million for the cost related to an investigation on those hush money payments just last month. In interviews, Nick Khan said reportedly that McMahon's post-sale inclusion, or lack thereof, wouldn't prevent any sale and that he would be willing to step down if required. With, the, with this deal, that is not the case. Actually, that was all asked about on CNBC this morning where he's like, so are you guys selling? Uh, give me one second. Uh, I, I can respond to this one later. This isn't, okay. Um, he basically asked Vince, so you're selling because of the controversy? He's like, no. This was eventually always going to happen. He goes, okay. So this sped it up. And Vince is like, no, not really. This is just the perfect time to make all this happen. And then Ariel Emanuel's asked about Vince's inclusion and his controversy, this and that, and him stepping away or not. And he's like, hey, I would have body slammed him if he said he didn't want to still be around. I want him running these companies. So, yeah, crazy stuff. Going on right now, WWE and UFC are merging to make one company, which now begs the question of how much interplay are we going to see? How much, how intertwined are these companies now going to be? Are we going to see more UFC stars at WWE events? Are we going to see more WWE stars at UFC events? That's the big question. Now, Fightful does have a write-up about this as well that they posted on their Patreon earlier today stating, quote, It's official. WWE has reached a deal with Endeavor and will form a new, huge company that includes the UFC. There's a company-wide meeting at 4 p.m. Eastern per WrestleNomics, and an email was distributed internally stating that Triple H will remain as WWE's chief content, execu- uh, chief content executive. Those that we spoke to in WWE were adamant that even if Vince is involved in the, quote, top levels of creative, Triple H will be the guy in gorilla position leading the charge, making the final call. We specifically asked about Vince McMahon saying he, quote, wouldn't be in the weeds anymore with creative, since he said the same thing four years ago when Eric Bischoff and Paul Heyman were putting creative roles over Raw and SmackDown. There is expected to be a talent meeting soon as well, and Triple H is rumored to kick off Raw tonight. WWE creative has been adamant they haven't interacted directly with Vince McMahon creatively and higher-ups say he's like the he likes the process of how things are now, though the exact level of his involvement was not revealed. They did say Triple H is still overseeing creative and Vince is around as a resource if needed. What we had been hearing for the last couple of weeks was Vince pitches stuff to Hunter, basically. He's telling Paul different things. Triple H is not shied away from saying, yeah, I ask Vince for advice. I go to Vince for ideas. I go to Vince for creative stuff. But in the end, I'm the guy there in the chair. I'm the guy in Gorilla. I make the final call. When asked if a looming deal had anything to do with the Roman Reigns, had anything to do with Roman Reigns retaining his championship last night over Cody Rhodes at WrestleMania, Bible was told, quote, absolutely not. The speculation with WWE is that Vince found a suitor that would keep him involved or reintegrate him in the ca- uh, if chose, despite insisting that he'd be happy 
if a sale partner didn't want him involved. Sources from several rumored suitors told Vince told us Vince's involvement would be a hurdle, and WWE has proven they they can and have been more successful without him. WWE sources indicated to Fightful that a big part of the deal was the company's desire to expand internally or internationally. I read that way wrong. Especially as it pertains to international television rights, site fees, and the like that they're looking to increase. These are rights fees negotiated in the UK that WWE is seeking to make more money off of and increase visibly. Uh, They're looking... They're also looking to increase their rate card domestically as they feel they should be earning even more on their television deals. WWE sources were also adamant that they're not planning on expending PLE shows into a a la carte pay-per-view situation again for the time being. They noted that anything is possible, but it would have to be a deal so huge that they couldn't turn it down and are cognizant of being short-sighted as it relates to the future of WWE PLE pay-per-views and where it's going. We're also told that it was not an accident that hiring slowed down in recent months, also to a complete halt. When uh, when we asked about the potential looming cuts, we weren't given a definitive answer one way or the other. We will have a complete separate story this week on talent reaction going forward. So there we go. Fightful to have a little bit more there. So we heard the rumor this morning that Triple H was going to make a big announcement. Well, according to Fightful, Triple H is not just making a big announcement, but making it at the start of Raw. Now, Nick Khan has already spoken this morning, and he talked about a possible combined streaming deal with the UFC and the WWE, as well as how this new deal is going to impact WWE and Saudi, seeing how Ariel Emanuel in the past did not want to work with Saudi. Nick Khan spoke with Axios on Monday and stated that the newly created company will seek separate TV rights deals for both its wrestling and MMA properties. However, he wouldn't rule out an idea of a combined streaming deal in the future. So Basically, you got like all... WWE and UFC on Peacock are all WWE and UFC on ESPN Plus as one package for those companies. That's what he means by a combined streaming deal. WWE, WWE's current streaming deal with NBC Universal's Peacock expires in 2026, while UFC's deal with ESPN expires in 2025. When asked about a potential combined streaming deal, Connolly responded with, quote, the good folks at NBCU have been trip- uh, tremendous partners to us. So let's see what they have to say. Khan also wouldn't rule out the potential of layoffs and staffing changes coming out of the WWE UFC merger. Now we did see when Endeavor bought UFC, a lot of people were let go. A lot of cuts were made like Chuck Liddell, who was actually working in the office. Chuck Liddell was an office guy and then cut. And many people were cut for Endeavor people to come in. So hopefully we don't see that with WWE, but Khan stated, quote, we're not sure. An integration team is going to be put into place between both companies in this, in short order, and we'll know. And we'll have a lot more in the next week or two. Khan also noted that WWE will continue its relationship with Saudi Arabia, stating, Our relationship with the kingdom is a terrific, terrific partnership for which we're appreciative of, and you know, nothing in terms of anyone else's prior experience will affect that. We think that we've delivered the product in the way that the kingdom wanted it delivered. 
We have a multiple year agreement with them in place. We're expected to do a show. We're expected to be back there May 27th for a big premium live event. The premium live event Khan is speaking of is the King and Queen of the Ring event scheduled in uh, Jeddah Superdome on May 27th, which, if he's still the champion by then, is day 1,000 for Roman Reigns. Now, we've heard from Ariel Emanuel, we've heard from Vince McMahon, we've heard from Nick Khan, but now, let's go to Dana White. Dana White put out a statement on all of this this morning as well, as Dana White didn't really speak We'll put out a statement stating, quote, The company has been on fire for the last several years. And now that we will be adding WWE to the portfolio, I am excited to take this to another level. Vince is a savage in the wrestling space. Ari is a beast at what he does. And then, and then added what we at UFC bring to the table. And there is no limit to what this company can accomplish in the next five years. So with this sale, again, we still don't know how much Endeavor is paying to WWE. We don't know if they're getting the full $9 billion. Maybe it's a $4 billion deal. We don't know all of that, but news has come out that people in WWE like, well, Triple H and Nick Khan and stuff can be getting some big fat bonuses coming off of this. On April 3rd, WWE announced a transaction agreement with Endeavor that would see WWE sell to Endeavor and merge it with the UFC to form a new publicly traded company. As a result, WWE executives Triple H and Nick Khan received a hefty bonus with Triple H taking in $5 million and Khan getting $15 million, as SEC filings state the following. In light of their significant contributions to the company prior to and in connection with the transaction and to promote retention, the company, following the approval of the WWE Compensation Committee, entered into bonus letter agreements dated as of April 1st, 2023, and effective April 2nd, 2023, with certain executive officers, including Nick Khan, the company's chief executive officer, Frank A. Riddick III, the company's president and chief financial officer, and Paul Levesque, the company's chief content officer. The bonus agreements each provided for a cash payout. In the event a sale transaction is consummated or on or before February 28th, 2024. So basically what they're saying is, If this deal goes through and everything is approved before February 28th, 2024, they get their bonuses. States that uh, Con and Levesque, uh, for Messers, Con and Levesque, the amount of their bonuses is equal to 15 million and 5 million, respectfully, with 100% of such amount payable as soon as practicable followings. The uh, practicable practicable following the closing date of the qualified sale transaction. Riddick is also getting $5 million with 60% of such amount payable as soon as the deal is closed. So there we go. Triple H making $5 million. Frank Riddick making $5 million. Nick Khan making $15 large. And speaking of Triple H, John Pollock of Post Wrestling also put this little tidbit out there stating, per sources, an internal email was sent out uh, in WWE and included the line that Paul Levesque will remain as the WWE's chief content executive. So, yeah, a lot there to really take in. And there's still a lot of questions to be answered as well as far as how much is WWE actually getting paid, which then in turn would be how much 
is Vince getting paid out? Because if they get the nine billion full, Vince will make three billion dollars off the sale. If they get four billion full, I think Vince will still get like one billion off the sale. But Vince's about to get at least a billion dollars. God damn. So a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot there to really take in. Again, still so many questions to be answered, but let's kick it over and talk some WrestleMania news and notes. As first off, WWE is touting the most successful WrestleMania of all time. As WWE wrote the following on their website. WWE today announced that WrestleMania 39 became the most successful and highest grossing event in the company history. The two-night sold-out event at SoFi Stadium, a SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles, set new records for viewership, gate, sponsorship, merchandise, and social media. Night two of WrestleMania 39 surpassed the ex- existing global viewership record by 33%, just one day after night one of WrestleMania 39 surpassed the existing global viewership record by 28%. WrestleMania 39 generated a gate of more than $21.6 million dollars breaking the previous record by 27%, with 161,892 in attendance at SoFi Stadium over the two nights. I think that's a little exaggerated, because they only sold 67,000 tickets for either night-ish. That don't... They they ain't got another 40,000 backstage. Anyways. In addition... WrestleMania 39 broke all-time sponsorship and merchandise records. Sponsorship revenue eclipsed $20 million, more than doubling the previous record. Merchandise sales were up 20% versus the record set in 2022. WrestleMania 39 became the most social WrestleMania of all time, with over 500 million views and 11 million hours of videos consumed over the two days, and a 42% increase over last year. So there we go. WWE is touting, well, hey, most successful WrestleMania of all time. <clears throat> now, speaking of WrestleMania, last night, Cody Rhodes didn't complete the story. He didn't, he didn't, as some may say, follow the dream fully. And Fightful's got a little bit of an update on the finish to last night's main event with Cody Rhodes and Roman Reigns as Fightful writes the following. Roman Reigns defeated Cody Rhodes in the main event of WrestleMania in what came as a shock to many. The plan for Cody Rhodes and Roman Reigns to have a match was planned last summer. After, there were some internal pitches for Rhodes to wrestle John Cena, even after his injury. When Vince McMahon was in power, there was no plan for Roman Reigns to lose the world championship, much less for Cody to win it. Once he was out of power, the plan was for sure in motion for Cody to compete in the match. There were people within WWE who began to defend the idea of Roman Reigns winning this past week, and there were some rumors or murmurs, that he would win last week. Now, we've confirmed that the plan for Reigns to emerge victorious was set, and several people were aware of it several weeks ago. We're not told when the talent was informed. WWE can confirm that a lot of the interference elements weren't uh, relayed to talent, refs, and ringside staff until today, yesterday. And the involvement of many parties were previously unknown. Basically, Most of the what's going on in this match was kept very to the vest until the day of the event. So they want nothing leaking out. By last WWE sources and a rep of Vince McMahon was involved in the decision-making, and they claimed, no, he wasn't. So there we go. It's all a Triple H call, according to what they're telling Fightful. Speaking of 
McMahon being involved in WrestleMania. Shane McMahon came out last night and unfortunately suffered a big old injury. So Snoop Dogg was like, Miz, you want to wrestle again? I got an opponent for you. Let's go. Out comes Shane McMahon. Shane's like, hey, Los Angeles, it's been a while. Da, 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 da. And Snoop was like, we got a referee out here. Let's get it going. Let's do the thing. Miz, Shane McMahon. So the match starts, and Shane starts throwing his Shane punches, his potatoes or whatever, and he backs Miz into the corner. He then whips the Miz off the ropes, does the drop down. Then he does a leapfrog, but when he leapfrogs, he comes down, boom, goes to turn, and he falls the opposite way. Referee Jessica Carr jumps right on him, and basically we find we realize something ain't right. Shane is hurt. Well, according to Triple H, in the post-WrestleMania Night 2 press conference, he actually revealed that Shane McMahon suffered a torn um, suffered a torn quad. So that is unfortunate. Shane was in there for 90 seconds and tore his quad. He had to be helped to the back, and we don't know exactly what this all means. We don't know if this was a one-off thing for Shane, if Shane was supposed to be back in the company around more. We don't know, but whatever this is, it's going to keep him out for quite some time, at least on the shelf personally, if not also professionally. I don't know, but Shane did tear his quad. That's unfortunate for old Shane O'Mac. And we also saw Brock Lesnar last night at WrestleMania in the opening match of night two where he defeated Omos. Now, a few weeks ago, PW Insider did put out a report saying that Vince, or not Vince, uh, Brock could be, you know, ending things, wrapping it up with WWE. And even prior to last night's WrestleMania, he did an interview with ESPN MMA and Daniel Cormier where he stated the following. Every time I think that I'm done, then I get in a ring. I get to the building. And that's the part of the business that I really love. I left the business early because I just didn't like the travel. I'm just a simple man. And it was just too much for me at the time. But I don't know. I don't know how much more that I'm going to. I don't know how long I'm going to be around. I don't know that. So he's very inconclusive there. Stating, yeah, I could wrap it up soon. But I love doing this. I love being in the ring in front of the people with everybody there doing what I do. So that's very cool to see and hear Brock actually say. Because a lot of people are always like, yeah, Brock's just there to get a payday. Yeah, Brock just wants to work the first match so he can leave. Uh, Brock don't care about the fans. But right there he says it. He said, I get in the ring. I get to the building. And that's the part of the business that I really love. I don't remember the last time, if ever, I've heard Brock say in an interview that he loves this business. So, kudos. But I don't want to see Brock go. I know he's, what, 46 years old now? 45, 46. Brock is, he's going to be 46 this year. And it's like, yeah, how much longer can you go? Ray's 48. Jericho's like 50-something. Well, it's Chris Jericho. Jericho's... 50, going to be 53 this year, and he's still going on a regular basis. So it's like, guys can go up to this age. I mean, our truth, he's 50. But it's like, does Brock still really want to go is the question. So we'll see where this all leads to and what Brock does. 
Respect. Uh, DD literally just read my mind. Respect to Brock Lesnar. Also, I do want to shout out Doomy in the chat. He says, happy birthday, Tim. Thank you for the birthday wishes. Thank you to everybody who's already wished me happy birthday today. I got a couple DMs from people. So thank you for that. And those uh, well wishes on my 34th birthday. I don't even know how old I am today. Hold on. Uh, 2023 minus 1989. 34. I turned 34 today. Not to make this about myself. There was a report this morning about a request for release from two NXT superstars. As Fightful first reported that Rip Fowler and Jagger Reed, formerly known as the Grizzled Young Veterans, have asked for their release from WWE. It's unknown why they're asking for the release, but according to an update from Dave Meltzer, well, first, first the original report. Fightful first reported that Rip Fowler and Jagger Reed have requested their release from WWE. They've been part of the NXT brand, as members of Joe Gacy's schism as of late. The report didn't state whether WWE had responded at the moment to the release, but stated that we haven't heard a reason why they've asked for their release, but they're expected to announce something themselves very shortly. In an update, Dave Meltzer of the Wrestling Observer did actually put out that, um, yes, Jagger Reed and Rip Fowler have been granted their release from WWE, so they are no longer with WWE. So I guess they can go back to being the Grizzly Young Vets. And I, I was just say right now, these two guys are freaking phenomenal. And any company would be dumb not to want to sign them. Dumb. Whether that's Impact. Whether that's AEW. Whether that's them going to New Japan or working for Progress or whoever. Like, sign these guys because they're fantastic. They personify tag team wrestling. They're a tremendous tag team. They've been doing the tag team thing together for so long that they've got that telepathy kind of thing that you see. Like, they don't even have to think. They just know what the other's already thinking. They don't have to communicate in the ring. So, very, very cool that not only did they were ask for their release and then they have to not... Very cool that WWE was like, you got it. Now, we don't know how long ago they asked for the release. Fightful did not state that in the original report. But good on WWE for going, yeah, you can have it. Instead of... Nah, we're using you on TV, so we're going to keep you around even though you don't want to be here. Kudos on WWE for going and realizing, you know, you want out? Okay, go. What does this mean for Joe Casey and Ava and Schism? I don't know. Because that group, we're doing some good things. They did lose to chase you over the weekend at Stand and Deliver, but I don't know what this is going to mean for the Schism group going forward. And one final story that we're going to talk about is not, but is wrestling related, I guess you can say. The Rock announced a big movie coming that he's working on that I'm super excited for. Again, this isn't wrestling related, but I love the movie Moana and The Rock announced the live-action Moana in the works with him possibly playing Maui as it is followed. Dwayne The Rock Johnson is set to reprise one of his most popular film roles, this time in live-action. Johnson announced in a social media video with his daughters this morning that a live-action retelling of Moana is in the works with Disney. The original animated version of the film was released in 2016 with Johnson voicing the character of Maui. Johnson will now physically play Maui, who was inspired by his grandfather, Peter Maivia. When you look at the character Maui, the hair, the shape, everything, you go, oh yeah, that's High Chief. That's the High Chief. That's, that's as, as they say in Young Rock, that, that's Pita. That's Pita. The Rock stated, quote, 
on uh, Twitter. Humbled to say we're bringing Moana's beautiful story to the live action big screen. Maui changed my life. Miss you, Grandpa. And I'm honored to partner with Disney Studios to tell our story through the realm of music and dance, which at the core is who we are as Polynesian people. Johnson did go on to state that the movie is in the very early process and that they're still working everything out and it is unknown what is going to go from this. Now, in another update on this that I freaking love as well. Let me just double check that this is correct because I saw it going around, but I wasn't 100% sure on it. Yes, Aaliyah Covalho, who played or voiced Moana, well, she's playing Moana. Heck yeah. I'm so excited for this. Moana is one of my favorite Disney movies of all time. Like, I know they'll want to go, but even if my kids don't want to go, I'll go see Moana live action in theaters myself. I love this movie so much. So there we go. The Rock reprising his role as Maui. Alia Kovaho reprising her role as Moana in live action. Very, very cool. But with that, that's all we got. That is going to wrap up the wrap up. Nothing has been announced for tonight's Monday Night Raw. Officially, we've seen some rumors on this might happen and this might happen. And we did talk about Triple H opening the show and stuff, but nothing official from WWE yet. So if we do hear anything regarding tonight's Monday Night Raw, we will let you guys know. So with that, we'll be back tonight following Raw. Don't know what's going to happen. It's the Raw after WrestleMania. Who returns? Who may be? Shows up in WWE for the first time. And what does Triple H say? So with that, guys, we'll see you tonight after Raw. Have a good one. We'll see you next time.